Hi everyone, this is Julie. Thank you for stopping by to share with me today. I hope you're having a fantabulous day today and I hope all is going very well for you thus far. And um, yeah, I hope you're, you're all doing well. And um, in this podcast, I wanted to touch on um, the concept of viruses and because virus is something that needs to be exposed for what it is. The whole concept of a virus is a lie. And uh, this needs to be exposed. Now, the whole world has been up in arms, so to speak, since December of 2019, when we were told that this Um, a coronavirus, COVID-19, as it is called, Um, as we're told, is the illness from the the, um, coronavirus. We're told that, you know, this, here's this virus that was, um, you know, started in China and it spread across the world rapidly. And uh, this is what we're told and that you know, everything has, you know, since then has been at a standstill or has changed in one way or the other because of a so-called virus. But, you know, I, I find that too many people are not asking the right question because when something disrupts life like this, one should be willing to learn as much about it as possible although to be to you know i know that there's a lot of people who are trying to learn but it's the source from which they're seeking the information and the source from which they're seeking the information perpetuates the lie and reaffirms the lie for them the fact is that there is no virus there is no virus and this may come as a shock to many people and dr sebi was the first person i heard that was um, bold enough to say this in the face of you know all um that you know the medical industry stood for um he had said that um you know a number of times because also he had to deal with a number of AIDS patients and has had cured um, what, what, they, what is termed as AIDS. And um, he talked about there not being any HIV because we were told that HIV caused AIDS, that HIV, human immunodeficiency virus, caused AIDS. And this also was another lie, a lie that has perpetuated even to today. Now, for them to say that there is such a thing as a virus and that this virus caused illness or disease, that means that they should be able to isolate such a virus. But in the truest definition of what isolation is and what one should expect from isolation, they have not been able to do so. Because if they say that there is this thing that is causing 
illness, then one should be able to point to that specific thing to be able to isolate it on its own because it's supposedly causing um, these illnesses. They should be able to isolate it and show that it caused, it is, it is the direct result of, you know, coming into contact with this thing that has caused illness and they haven't been able to do this. And, um, you know, a lot of people listening, listens to the explanation of uh, Judy Mikovic, for example, and um, because um, she was featured in the pandemic documentary, or um, it's not really a documentary, to be honest. Um, she was um, featured in that. And um, basically, uh, even when she, even what she describes, because she talks about isolated um, viruses also. Um, even in her explanation, and in all the scientists, you know, who are um, talking about, you know, virus and them um, isolating virus, when you listen to the language and you listen to what they say, they do the methodology that is not isolation it is not because they're saying that here the only way to basically you can't isolate it basically what they're saying is that it has to be associated with the cell Um, and that is a part of the definition that's a part of the identification but that should not be the case if you say that this is causing this illness and this thing is causing it, you should be able to isolate it in terms of putting it separate from the others. That was, as was rightly pointed out by Dr. Andrew Kaufman. And so these are the things that we need to um, look at because the whole world is up in throes over this um, so-called virus, um, you know, and um, it is this lie is perpetrated because the entire medical industry is built on the germ theory out of which this this has come, and this industry, this um, trillion dollar industry, is built on a lie. Doctors and nurses are taught and are trained the same lie that is perpetuated um, time after time after time. And now we're seeing, thankfully, a few people who are now willing to challenge um, what is being touted. And Dr. Sebiad, uh, you know, basically challenged this a long time ago by, you know, speaking, about it but at the time you know he was one voice and the situation that existed now um you know is a different situation at the time when he spoke because it was it is the case that practically the vast majority of people do believe 
in the virus theory. They do believe in the germ theory. And so they didn't worry about it. But when you look at today, when people are beginning to question um, this whole situation as it pertains to um, this COVID-19, because people are, are now questioning things, and people are more and more people are becoming suspicious and are seeking answers. You find that anyone or any information out there that challenges the, you know, theory of, of the virus, it is being squashed if it doesn't go along with the mainstream, if it doesn't perpetuate or solidify or endorses the current. Um, agenda as it pertains to people be- continuing to believe in in virus and also people continuing to believe in vaccines and um, you know a, f- a few months ago I would probably say oh even though I know that this will seep you know everywhere um, there is so-called um, truth media uh, you know, YouTube was the main culprit. Everybody knew, you know, YouTube was deplatforming people, removing videos, giving strikes. And I myself was um, a victim of that. I still have a, a strike that is active on my channel, ITIL is Vital. At this point, I still have an active strike. And um, so, you know, I've had like, a number of videos also removed and um, this is in a way to silence the information to say look don't put that information out there or you'll be removed and many people have been removed from YouTube many people um, including you know doctors scientists um, you know various people who are speaking information that does not go with the current flow of what um, we're, they, they want us to believe. And so this is a real issue. And one would think that it's only YouTube, but no, 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 no. Bitchoot, uh, many people thought was um, a rescuer, a place where you know, for those who have been kicked off YouTube or have been silenced on YouTube, BitChute was one of those alternatives. But BitChute is also uh, presenting itself to be a platform that is censoring also. And I myself have had issues with that. Um, you know, put up a video of a smoothie and these days... I'm not saying that it was always the case, but now if I put up a video of a smoothie or something of that sort, um, you know, or just a regular herbal herb video, it will go up. But try to put up a video about certain things, certain topic, and you find that you have more and more issues. Um, recently, for example, I did a video that I uploaded on YouTube, which YouTube removed. Um, immediately um, just as quickly as it went live it was removed and I tried to upload the same video on BitChute 
and I could not. I tried to upload that video three times and couldn't get it uploaded. And so, you know, um, so I see it where, and even on Rumble, even on Rumble, you know, it is, these platforms are not what they seem. And I think more and more people will begin to realize that they too are trying to silence um, people. They might do it differently. YouTube will give you a message that says, oh, you're in violation and they'll remove your video. But a lot of these platforms, you'll realize that you try to upload your video a number of times and it just doesn't go up. And so they have their subtle ways you know, because they're supposed to be the alternative to YouTube. They're supposed to be the alternate space where you can post, um, you know, certain information. But more and more, I think people will see that they'll begin to have problems with some of these platforms um, going forward. Has the crackdown on truth, um, you know, begin to spread to more and more um, of these media. And um, so going back to um, this whole concept of a virus, and I know people find it um, difficult, many people find it difficult to believe. But if you really look at it, for this COVID pandemic, for many people, the only reason they bought into it is because the news told them it was real. They did not see it in their everyday life. You know, where I am, you don't see it. You don't experience it. Only when you go to places like the bank and the banks and they want you to wear masks and wash hands and use hand sanitizers, or you go to places like the mall, these government institutions, but dealing with people on a local level and moving about, you know, you don't experience it. You don't even think about, you don't even think about it, you know. In, in some countries, especially the Western countries in the US and so on, where people people's lives are so entwined with the news and, and the media and the mainstream media, you know, and the governments have also introduced a lot of draconian measures, you know, for them, they feel it, you know, they have, the experience has been more, um, you know, more impactful in a negative way um, than, you know, so it varies from, from place to place, um, the, full, the full extent of one's experience at this time. But it has been across the world and every, every uh, you know, basically almost everywhere you go you, or you have been in this, um, you, you would have seen the uh, our experience you know um what is happening um as a result of them declaring the world world health organization um declaring this um you know so-called a so-called pandemic and so what i would you know um say is that 
you know, look at the information that is there, that's available. The truth is that there has never been any isolation of a virus. And the truth is that there have never been any isolation of any virus. And if you know the definition of isolation, if you know what isolation involves, with that in mind, look at the papers in terms of viruses and isolation and you will come to realize that and also there are the voices out there are growing like i said you know a few years ago i was only hearing i hardly heard dr sebi's voice in terms of him stating that there is no virus and then after that because i'm i am um, I was trying to find out, you know, how wide, you know, this information is in terms of how many people are willing to state this publicly, publicly, or how many people knew this that there there was no virus. And I came across um, um, Stefan Lanka from Germany, and I came across his information um, because he also. Um, I know that he had he had um, proven in the Supreme Court of Germany that the measles virus does not exist, and so I came across him. But now, during this um, so-called pandemic, uh, came across other voices. Um, one is Dr. Um, Kaufman, and um, I'm talking about people who are speaking now. Um, he's one of the people who's um, vocal, and um, um, Tom something. There, there, there are a couple others also, and I'm hoping that the the, the number of people um, it just grows and grows and grows in terms of um, people who are um, willing, whether they be doctors, scientists, etc are willing to come out and state that there is no virus because as long as people believe that there is a virus then it leaves room for this kind of situation to perpetuate itself in you know well into the future this must stop this must stop this whole thing about you know there being viruses the germ theory should have died you know a long time ago this issue of virus must stop and this is why now what because sometimes when because the the truth has been so silenced when you know you hear someone who speaks some truth uh or some information that you recognize on as truth based on your own um, common sense, based on your own heart, based on what you have investigated, and it resonates with you as truth. When you come across us in such information, sometimes even if the person is only telling half truth, you get excited because you know um, people's voices are so are being muzzled. But what I have done now, I'm at the point where no, I, if you if someone is endorsing the whole concept of virus, 
then no, I cannot endorse that person or, you know, because at the end of the day, this is what I'm not saying that I can't extract, you know, certain information from, from that. But even in doing that, it must be stated that viruses don't exist, you know. So some people might be giving you, might be giving us, you know, half truth. No, not might be. Some people are giving us half truth. They see what the government is doing. They see what is happening. But at the end of the day, they hang tight to the germ theory. Um, you know, and one such person, in my estimation, is Judy Mikovits. There's, there are a number of them, um, you know, who um, still hang on to this germ theory. And um, I understand to an extent where people are coming from, especially um, people who, um, with what they accepted as the definition of what of a so-called virus what they have accepted you know and what they believe and acting on that and believing that to be true you know and they move in in you know in that line you know I'm not I, I do I do understand you know to some extent I do understand that but at the same time, I cannot, you know, accept it um, because too much damage is being done in the name of viruses, something that has never been proven to exist, has never truly been isolated. And, you know, if it has never been isolated, it can never show to cause disease, you know. And... Um, because the, the truth of the matter is when when you think of virus for the average person the average layman person a lot of them think that a virus is this tiny tiny microbe that can jump from person to person can crawl and counters and so on and so forth this is what they're thinking a virus is and nothing could be further from the truth and also when even though that's the, that's what a lot of people have in their minds even though they show the viruses these um computer module if you notice the image of what they show us as a virus is always some computer generated module it's never anything real it's never anything real or tangible look at all the images all computer generated things so if we have these so-called viruses that are so rampant among us that is causing all kinds of disease and all kinds of problems they shouldn't be using computer generated um, images to show or represent these things they should be able to show us they should be able to show us and they haven't been able to do that there are instances where we have seen um, image an image of what is called exosome, which is an um, which is excretion from the cells, um, a nat natural excretion from the cell when the cell is um, poisoned um, from the information that I've gathered, and um, in terms of that image, 
and what some people are some people are actually um, alluding to that being um, some mistake in terms of the medical industry in calling that a virus so I'm like you know it's all kinds of things that doesn't um, make sense and this all is coming out of the germ theory and um, so I, I want people to begin to think and to explore and to examine what um, you know we are being told about this whole COVID-19 um, bear in mind that this SARS-CoV-2 has never been isolated has never been isolated and therefore has not been shown to cause any disease and if it has never been isolated there can be no variants so COVID-19 is a hoax and there are a lot of people who will challenge on that because they say okay they have family members who have died um, family members who have become you know a so-called victim and you know when you have an elaborate hoax such as this one there will be victims because that was the intent it was the intention for there to be victims so that they could could continue to fool um, people um, because for a long time we have been told a number of lies and it all culminates into this we have been told lies about virus lies after lies and it culminates to this and so you know I can understand where some people are coming from they'll tell you oh you know this person died for me that person died for me but if if they really look at the situation um, in the truest sense you know a lot of the so-called COVID-19 um, played out in the media it played out on on television on the radio you see it's in the newspaper but for many of us we don't see that reality um, in our everyday existence outside of the the drama that had been created by government and you know when you look at the 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 fact that they had article in some of the prominent um, you know papers um, such as the BBC or um, online sources such as the BBC and um, you know for example telling us that the flu has disappeared and I think maybe New York Times and some other ones and so on printed that the flu has disappeared and you're, you're thinking oh okay so the flu has disappeared and the reason they, that in, 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 of, in and of itself doesn't make sense they're telling us that because of the COVID-19 measures the flu has disappeared now they've told us that the flu has returned and what really happened if you really look at it is that they took the symptoms of the common cold and flu and assigned it to COVID-19 and this is why they had to tell people that the flu had disappeared because every year so many people um, would be so-called diagnosed with the flu 
they'll have the cold, they'll have the sniffles, they'll have the coughs and so on. But what has been done is that when people exhibit these types of symptoms today, it is immediately associated, it is immediately um, believed that they have um, the so-called um, COVID-19. This is what it is believed. And so, you know, and people will say, oh, this is, you know, I've had flus in the past, but you know, this one is a bad, bad flu. That is something that is so common to my ear. I've been hearing that ever since I was a child. And, it, you know, a lot of people who have the flu, you know, sometimes they'll have, you know, milder, um, milder flu situation. And the flu, the cold and flu symptoms really are detox symptoms. And that I'll get into in another video. But that's what they are. And this is what we continue to exhibit these symptoms, um, you know, and the body releasing mucus because that's what's happened. If you notice when someone has the colon and flu-like symptom, they'll be coughing up mucus. The mucus will be draining from the nose and, and so on and so forth, right? And so, you know, um, like, but like I said, I'll delve into that more in another video. But what I want people to really bear in mind is that what they call a virus has never been isolated, never been isolated. They have never once shown evidence that they have ever been able to isolate anything called a virus or even show that, you know, um, there is anything causative is a there because if you haven't identified a thing then how are you going to show that it causes disease and how can you then say that there are other variants you know and so this is uh this germ um theory this coronavirus covid 19 situation it's a big lie and it's a lie that needs to be um exposed you know, and this is why it's important that we share this information and we invite people to to explore, even though the avenues are are you know are closing in terms of places where you can find information. But there are um, information, um, there is information out there, and so yeah. So um, I hope you do find this useful. And of course, you know, continue to search, continue to explore until the next time. Bye.